I think clarity is the ultimate goal. And and I think we spend so much time like searching for what do I want my business to look like? And a lot of times it's hard to know that, but it's easier sometimes to know what you don't want it to look like. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. One of the things that I believe is the biggest cause of procrastination and not getting the things that you want to get done accomplished in your business is just not really knowing where you're going and not having clarity. Today, Audrey and I are talking on phototherapy about this idea of focusing on what you don't want in order to find your way to what you do. So you'll definitely want to listen to this one if you're trying to find out where you're going in your business and if you're trying to have a little bit more clarity in what you do. But first, a few words from the folks that support this show. Hey, photographers, tired of staring at a blank screen when writing emails? 17 Hats has introduced a game-changing AI email writing feature called Hattie. Now, with just the click of a button, you can create polished professional emails. So whether you're responding to leads or building templates, Hattie will elevate your communication game with the power of AI. It's just one more way 17 Hats helps you manage your business better. So go try 17 Hats for seven days for free and use code PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year. That's up to a $300 savings. Check it out at 17hats.com. Use code PHOTOBIZHELP. So are you one of those folks that say, ugh, I'm not blogging in my business because it takes so long and I don't know what to say and it's hard to choose photos and it's just a long process and I know I should do it, but I don't. Well, I've been there before, but one of the things that completely changed this game for me is when PickTime rolled out their blog feature early spring in February 2023. It not only allows you to create super, super beautiful blog posts, but you can do it so, so, so fast working with galleries that you've already uploaded for clients. So there isn't any doubling down on anything. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you. And then you can add your own little voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful 
in growing your photo business. I just hit record. Okay. <laughs> you got a HelloFresh box? Yes. And I'm really excited about it. I was doing HelloFresh for a long time and then stopped just to be more money smart. But uh-huh. I mean, it's not super expensive, but it's more expensive than buying groceries. Yeah. But I just could not come up with meals and get it together. And I would just end up eating canned soup. So <laughs> I'm back to the HelloFresh and I love it. Yeah, Harry loves it too. And uh, obviously like been house sitting and not really in a routine. So it's not something that that's going on right now. But I think it's great for new meal ideas. Yep. I'm actually going to recreate one this week that I had from a previous box. But and they have a lot of like, I prefer the vegetarian vegan meals. I'm not either of those. But I just yeah, not a huge meat fan. And they have some really cool, creative, so good meals. So I'm excited. You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because I have been seeing an acupuncturist and, you know, I've always done some like holistic stuff, but just for a few different reasons, she would like me to make some changes to my diet. And so I was like, I mean, one of them is removing gluten, which I've been intolerant my whole life. So this isn't like a big, yeah. you know, I don't really eat it much anyway, but she'd really like me to cut it since there's Hashimoto's that runs in my family, which is related to gluten. But there's some changes that she wants me to make. And I was like, kind of in this rut of stuff, not rut, but like routine rather, that's a better word, of stuff that we just normally ate, you know, same kind of stuff for breakfast, lunch and dinner, whatever, just kind of on a rotating thing. And I was like, well, now what? And so she recommended this big old paleo meal planning book. She's like, you know, you're obviously not paleo, so you can add to this, which will be even more fun for you. But she's like, if you use this as a baseline, yeah, you know, everything in here is good to go. And it's been so fun. I've been making all sorts of wild like yeah. egg soufflés and coconut popsicles and <laughs> mint bars and like, <laughs> like all this stuff that like, yep. I never would have I mean, it's not like food that I've never heard of before. It's just stuff that I wouldn't have thought to make before. And um, yeah, I've been on my not photo Instagram, my my tarot one, I am Capricorn born. I I've been sharing like all the plant things I'm doing, and I just did my first attempt at making jam and and jarring it, canning it. Oh we need to talk more about this afterwards. It was, <laughs> and it was so easy, and it was so great. And you know, went to the farmers market, got some yeah. rhubarb and strawberries, and and then sealed up the jars and made some jam and stuff. And anyway, I am really enjoying the yeah. I mean, even if you don't need to make any dietary changes, just like go buy a cookbook. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I realize that right? people do that all the time. It's truly fun. It's really fun to just, you know, have it on the counter, not like looking online, but just like really paging through someone's particular style and just kind of getting a sense of some new things that you want to make. Can I make a confession? Yes. <laughs> I read cookbooks. <laughs> Great. My grandma used to do this. I love that. All the time. Like, I remember she would just, like, pick a book. I just find it so interesting. I know it sounds so nerdy and weird, but, like. No. And it's different than, like, finding a recipe on Pinterest. Because, obviously, you can find a recipe there. But there are so many million bajillion recipes that it's so hard to, like, cipher through. Yeah, it's overwhelming. And a cookbook can be really magical. And I've, the last two years, have really fallen in love with cooking and, like, 
as a form of self-care therapy art almost you know when you make something and then it tastes so freaking good it's like oh it's the best feeling I agree the meal service has helped because it's like these are already recipes that a ton of people have tried and perfected and made sure that they're good and they're easy and you don't have to come up with the ideas yourself they have like 30 ideas there and you just pick the ones that sound the most appealing well you and i had a conversation a while ago that was on an episode that we we were talking about i think self-care but also like if you're feeling really stressed out in work and like trying to get it all together and maybe this is applicable now but like you had mentioned like simplify your life as much as possible while you're going through this season of stress. So in other words, like don't get hard on yourself that you can't make the from scratch meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Instead, just get the meal service or find ways during your season of stress where you don't have the time to slow down to to just be more easeful and simple. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of those, you know, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing, but it can be really helpful when you're stressed. Yeah. HelloFresh has been one of my most favorite self-care things. And I think that sounds weird, but if you think about it, it's it really is an act of self-care. And we are not sponsored by HelloFresh. But... I know. I was like, I should play <laughs> because that's just the one I've, I went to. No. It was easiest. I probably popped yeah. up on my Facebook or something and I was like, oh, yeah. I'll try it. But there's like a gazillion great ones. Yeah. There's a bunch of them, but I agree. That's a good place to start. And I love that you're doing that. Yeah, the food stuff, especially this time of year. I mean, I'm growing a bunch of stuff and right. it's just, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Sure is. Speaking of stress and, I don't know, sometimes just feeling overwhelmed by your business. We were talking the last episode, we were talking about what we're kind of inspired by and the direction we want to go in our business. And I was thinking about this idea that it can be really super stressful and cause loads of procrastination and just malaise, general malaise. I love that phrase. I know. (laughs) General malaise. It can be really challenging if you don't know which direction you want to go in. So I, I thought maybe like that would be something to get your thoughts on because we have spent over a decade iterating and reiterating and trying things out and slowly coming to this evolution of like, oh, I think I, I think I understand what I really want to do. But when you're trying to start a business and you're just looking at what everyone else is doing, sometimes you can lose a little bit of yourself in that. You're just copying or like, and that's fine. I mean, like that's part of learning, but I think there's a real group of people and I've seen this for sure in my my coaching and stuff is like, there's a real group of people that are like, I just don't know what I want to shoot, or I just don't know what I want my business to look like. Um, I mean, and we've been there. I'm sure you can relate to the general malaise of when that hits. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an article the other day by a guy named Dan Coe, and he he just he's just a very like straightforward writer and has like different business concepts and stuff like that. But one of the things that he there's this like little term he coined that I found really interesting and he calls it the anti-vision. So like you'll hear in a lot of and I even use this in my own coaching, like what is your vision for like 
if everything were to go green lights all the way down the road, like what is your vision for the next, you know, six months or your business in general or whatever? And some people know exactly what that looks like. Like I want to take two vacations a year and I want to just, you know, only shoot on weekends. I want to just do weddings, whatever. But it's taken me a little longer to get to, get to my vision. And this idea of an anti-vision was so resonant with me. It sounds like language that wouldn't be resonant with me because it sounds like anti-vision. But it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't see anything. But it's this idea of making a list or sitting with the things that you definitely know that you don't want and using those as guideposts to get you closer to what you do if you're feeling lost. It is almost easier to wrap your head around that sometimes. Like, oh, I know I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Then what is it that I do want? Especially like, and maybe this is a generalization, and but like with women, like a lot of times in our culture, we're not really given the opportunity to speak what we want. You know, we're always serving others and taking care of others and kind of that. So I think that would be helpful. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about this is I was thinking about it in regards to kind of new directions I'm taking in my photo business and stuff. And like I can't even believe how many conversations you and I alone have had about, oh my gosh, this client or being in the field again, or, you know, all these places we're sick of shooting or types of clients we take on. And we're like, why did I do that? And it's like you're you're living it. You're living your anti-vision and you're not mm. changing anything about it. So I, I don't know. I just thought, I think identifying these things and putting a name to them, like I do not want to shoot posy, fix your collar, fix your hair. Everyone look at me, come together. Okay. Why don't we make a second row? Okay. You come over to this side, turn your shoulder, hands out of pocket. Like I don't want to do that ever again. Mm -hmm. And it's just not what lights me up, even if I can do it. It's not until I just said said it like to you maybe a little while ago or a few months ago where I was like, I do not want to do that anymore, that it became very real to me the next time someone inquired and wanted that where I was like, mm -hmm. I just said I didn't want to do that. So I guess the point I'm trying to make is I think there's real power in, a, in taking some time to identify what you don't want to do in your business because you've done it and you know that you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's good. I don't know if there's anything else to say about that, but I just, I think clarity is the ultimate goal. And, and I think we spend so much time like searching for what do I want my business to look like? And a lot of times it's hard to know that, but it's easier sometimes to know what you don't want it to look like. Right. And sometimes, you know, depending on where you are at in your business, if you're just starting out, you might not even know what you don't want. And if you're in that kind of phase of it, I mean, I know you and I have been there and the way you get through is you just try a bunch of stuff and then you quickly realize what you don't want. Like there's no other way around it, really. You have to kind of walk through it and go through some uncomfortable experiences and just be like, well, that's definitely not what I want to do and, or not what I'm good at. Or Yeah. And being aware, too, when you walk away from a session or you're editing photos that you're like, "Ugh, this is not great light. This is whatever it is. It goes without saying, pay attention to those feelings, like truly spend some time noticing that you're not enjoying the edit 
noticing that you feel drained and not energized after the shoot, mm-hmm. noticing that a client might be overly demanding and have high expectations outside of what you were originally offering, noticing all these draining, icky things that we've all gone through in business, but most of the time, you know, we do ignore them. And I think that there's something really valuable in just saying to yourself, well, I don't have to ever do that again. So I'm not going to. What do I need to say on my website? What do I need to say in my information that I send to clients? What do I need to start and stop showing on my socials and website in order to, to move me one more step towards clarity? Yep. That's so good. That's such good advice because you have a lot of control. I mean, you have all the control. You can say yes and no to whatever you want. But I know people get in this place of like not wanting to say no because whether it's financial reasons or they just want to keep growing and they just, you know, don't want to say no. But your marketing is how you attract the people that you want to come your way. So if you are, if you're like me and don't want to do the pose in the field photos anymore, and here I am just sharing the pose in the field photos, those are the people that are going to come my way that want that. So if, yeah, you have to just kind of take a look at what you're showing everybody. Yeah. Besides the field thing, what are some other things that you know you don't want? I'm curious. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. The going to the same park over and over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Definitely the formal posed, oh, my family's in town. So we want one of all of us together kind of thing. I don't, the crows are outside of my window. Did you hear them? <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, wow. That's they're so loud. We have a not a murder, but almost a murder of crows around here. And they come and eat the apples and things that I leave for them. They have not left me gifts yet, but I'm waiting for that. Anyway. I like yeah, I know. That's a total, total sidetrack here. But okay, crows, things I don't want. I definitely don't want to have zero control over the time of day that I'm shooting if it's an outdoor shoot. I, I've i caved far too many times to someone else saying like, oh, we're all getting together at one o'clock on Saturday. First of all, I just want to be at home at one o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. That's why I don't shoot weddings anymore. But second of all, <laughs> that is the worst unless it's cloudy and you get lucky. You know, that is a, a really rough time of day to shoot. And I know we we just talked recently about just letting life be what it is and not being so technically attached to stuff, but people are still hiring us. But only during golden hour. Yeah. <laughs> but people are still hiring us for photos that look better than what they could do themselves. And so there has to be an element of technicality and mastery that comes into that. And it's just so much less inspiring and so much harder when the light is poopy. I mean, photography is all about light. That's what it is. It's a, it's light. It's a light box. And if the light's poopy, I just don't want to do it. So that's one, that's one I got real clear on and and it's been wonderful actually. Yeah. So I have a bunch of bookings for the fall and stuff and everybody's, you know, I was very clear. I said, we'll be booking two hours before sunset. So anytime, you know, as close to sunset as you can get with bedtimes and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. kiddos. And so I'm shooting all of my sessions at my most favorite time. So fantastic. Yeah. But it does take like, gosh, there was a session like a couple summers ago. I have talked about it on this podcast with you, but (laughs) it does take like that showing up and just being like, 
I mean, it was literally me just with a big frown on my face, like parking my car and just being like, oh, this is ugly. (laughs) 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 Like where the sun is just beating down on you. There's nowhere to go. It's like a weird manicured park where it's like, just like, what did I sign up for? Yeah. Oh, that's a bad feeling. And that if you're newer to this, I should say like that is going to stress you out. So so be thoughtful about like, you know, when you're learning how to shoot, you're learning how to do this work. Be thoughtful about any way you can make your life easier. And I would say one of those ways is to control your lighting situation. Now, if you're shooting indoors, it doesn't matter. But if you're shooting outdoors, it does. It's interesting to me. This just came up when and this is kind of a tangent off the light thing but a photographer was frustrated because their client had chosen like three o'clock for a session and I'm like what do you mean they chose that why did you give them that option (laughs) you know I had (laughs) I was kind of like you they don't choose that you tell them when right because you're the expert yeah but it's just a learning pain I think yeah there's something when you're starting out there's a little bit of you want the client so badly that you want It's easy to mix up, what am I trying to say here? Trying to deliver above and beyond. It's easier to mix that up with being a pushover kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the tendency when you're starting out to be flexible and say, yeah, that works for me. And okay, cool. I can make that work. You are thinking that you're being a good business person because you're being flexible and because you're being accommodating. Mm -hmm. But ultimately... And if you don't know your boundaries yet, then this is kind of a moot point because you don't know that that's not something you like are trying to avoid. But true, if you feel an icky pit in your stomach because they're like, oh, we're getting together at 2.30 on Saturday and you're like, Ugh, okay, I guess I'll make that work right there. Stop the tape <laughs> energetically. You know, if we were to rewind that, like you could just probably see your body change shape and kind of cower a little because it's like there's this if you know that you don't want to do it. And you're still saying like, sure, I'll make that work. You're actually not doing anybody a service. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're doing yourself a disservice because you're going to be bummed and stressed about, am I going to nail this or is this going to suck? You're also doing the client a total disservice because they're not going to get the kind of photos that you're probably showing on your website at at the beautiful golden hour, you know? Yeah. And you're right. It's like a muscle that you have to build. And, and we talked about this another time of like, sometimes you are, you know, you, you've been doing something for so long that you're like, I don't understand why people are not doing it the way I'm doing it. And I have to remind myself that like, I did that too. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah. That was kind of a team. Yeah. And you know, I guess the positive spin on this is, you know, really just remember to use your mistakes mm-hmm. to grow a business that you love. Use them as guideposts back to the anti-vision. Use Every icky feeling you have in your business as a guidepost for what you don't want, because that will guide you towards the clarity that you seek, the business that you're like not quite sure of, but you you know it's somewhere there. I mean, you and I have been working through it on this podcast and off air in our own businesses forever. So mm-hmm. it is an evolution. And I think it's important to really remember that one because... A lot of people just want to know the answers to get the business set up and running. And that's great, but it's never going to be done. Right. It's never going to be complete. 
it's never going to be finished. It's never going to be, I've set up my business, it's running. It is any business. I don't care what business you run. It's always going to be evolving and changing. So if you're feeling like, oh, I just haven't gotten it yet, or I don't, how come I'm not there yet or whatever? Well, you're never really going to be, you might get more and more successful at it, but you're never going to arrive somewhere. Right. I mean, I guess you could say the same about life. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, I mean, a perfect example is what I've been feeling this last year of like, things don't feel right. Something has to change, you know, and I've been doing this since 2007-ish and it's like, I still am (laughs) evolving and tweaking and adjusting and but the the anti-vision is great because it's like any icky feeling you have, whether it's in photography, life, is an invitation to like pause and just think about what's going on that's making you feel that way and then grow from it and change. Like that's like all it is. We have these the ability ability to feel yuck about things as like a built-in guidance system and protection system to guide you towards what is better. Oh my gosh, I have a great example of that that's personal. Do you remember when you and I decided to hang out and go to the pride thing last year? Yes. (laughs) And I was like, my first reaction, my gut reaction, the one that I should have listened to was that I was feeling really low energy. I didn't feel very good and I might not be able to make it. Mm -hmm. But then I went and remember how crowded it was? It was like insane. Yeah, it was in, it was too much. <laughs> it was beyond. That in its, even if we were all pumped up for it, it was really, 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 really crowded compared to like the year before. And so it was really hard to get anything, food, drink, whatever. Yeah. But on top of it, like I just, I was like, oh, I should have listened. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we had an okay time, but everyone was just kind of like, let's just go, yeah. you know? And it was like, whatever. It definitely wasn't the best time. Everybody had different energies and it was just kind of like, Bleh. and that's a perfect example of a feeling where it's like, mm-hmm. I should have just listened right. to like the feeling that I originally had. It had nothing to do with wanting to see you. It had nothing to do with like wanting to go out and right. celebrate and do something fun in the city. It had everything to do with I ignored what didn't feel good. <laughs> yep. And I don't know why we do that. I mean, I, I'm way better at that now. It's pretty rare that I ignore that. But I just I think that if you were to look at your life or your business, anyone listening, and just think of how many times you show up to stuff that you don't want to be at or that you don't feel entered, like you can't, you're like forcing the energy or, and I realize if you have kiddos and events that you have to go to, there's there's a difference there. But like you said, we do have power. We do have control over a lot of the things that we say yes to in in our lives and the direction that we go in. Like, why repeat a pattern mm-hmm. that feels crappy yeah. if you can change it, if you have the agency to change it? Yeah. That's a business thing and a life thing. And that we could probably just end there. Oh, the human experience, man. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, it's so silly. <laughs> It's so silly to be a person. Ah, ah. Okay. Well, I love these conversations, and I love you. And I love you too. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. You've heard me talk about Pick Time before, but don't skip past this. This is big news from Pick Time. It's a game changer. I am so excited about this. This is going to change my business for sure. 
PickTime is offering blogs. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you and then you can add your own little voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful in growing your photo business. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year.